0: Hello. Welcome to the Faculty of Environment podcast, or the...
1: The Faux Show. Faux
0: Show. The faux Show. I am Sam Toman. I am part of this hosting team.
1: Yeah, I am Joanna Dare. I am part of this hosting team.
0: Yeah, together we are your complete hosting team. 100%. Yes, and uh, we're looking forward to bringing you uh, great stories about uh, sustainability, uh, environmental success, and uh, amazing research in the Faculty of Environment at the University of Waterloo. What is our story this week, Joanne?
1: We have uh, Dr. Tara Vinodre. Yeah. Amazing woman. Doing lots of cool stuff. I'm going to give you keywords. Okay. You can interpret them. Sure. Maker economy. Yes. SimCity. Yes. Pirates. Yes. Uh, tech. Yeah. Clusters. Yeah. Fantasticness.
0: Yes. So See <laughs> what you
1: can do with that. Soccer.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what Tara studies is... Uh, basically, what makes tech communities resilient? Because tech communities are kind of a new phenomenon, maybe only really the past, uh, what, 40 years, I suppose, that really, we've really thought about them as a, as a kind of economy. And uh, she looks at what makes successful ones, how they can stay successful, and what their vulnerabilities are. So uh, looking forward to that. Um, also, I'd like to thank uh, the good folks at Mapping Analysis and Design. They are the ones who provide the heating for this booth. Uh, ample heating. Yeah, it's uh, a hot
1: booth. Yeah,
0: and they provide our microphones and our computers and our inspiration.
1: And our goodness. Yeah. Thanks, Mad. Yeah, thank you,
0: Mad. And we'd also like to thank uh, T-Ferg, Tony Ferguson, who edits and produces this podcast. Uh, Couldn't do it without you, Tone. Yeah, you're amazing. So this, I think, is the last one. He's gonna he's gonna chop together. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. I bet it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks
1: so much, Tony.
0: And he's agreed to come back for season two. Nice. so good.
1: good. Well, that means something. that
0: means we can actually do this again. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, let's get to it. Let's get to Tara. Okay. <laughs> So you research makerspaces.
2: So I'm starting a set of projects looking at makerspaces because uh, there's been a lot of hype around around the idea of the maker movement and yes. makerspaces and all the related things. So hacker labs, co-working spaces, um, other kinds of do-it-yourself movements and sort of the sharing economy. And all these things kind of collide with one another With one another, and people haven't really sorted out what each of these things mean. So I'm really interested in the intersection of the maker movement with a reinvigorated manufacturing economy in mm. cities. So you
0: think they are significant? They're not just like...
2: Well, I think that's that's the open question. Oh, okay. There's a lot of hype. There's yeah. a lot of business hype. There's a lot of hype amongst investors. There's a lot of discussion, but I think not a lot of evidence to suggest whether this is actually important or if this is just a sidebar to the, the rest of the economy. So investors
0: are investing in makerspaces?
2: Uh, well, there's, there's private companies like TechShop in the U.S. that has, I think, seven or ten locations in cities where they basically have set up to... Uh, for a for-profit model where people can belong to the club and uh, have access to equipment and tools and resources to, to learn how to make things and operate what used to be um, machinery that people use in their everyday lives, but we don't so much anymore. There's sort of this distance between the person and production. So, you know, so the access to CNC machinery, 3D printing, what I want to try and sort of discern is are there places, are there different flavors of the maker economy popping up in different urban spaces? So some places where the tech economy has taken hold, places like here in in Kitchener-Waterloo, and so maybe the maker movement or maker spaces here have a strong tech flavor, Mm. whereas in places where there's a strong art craft tradition, it might look very different. And the question is, to what extent do these new spaces take on those sort of characteristics of the existing industrial economy? Okay.
0: And then is it how much does it go further than that, and how much then? But they influence, like the economy in a place.
2: So I think what might be the most interesting is what that what the influence is on the urban economy. Um, oh, it, yeah. Does it come? Does it lead to uh, new venture creation? Does it have? Is there an entrepreneurial angle to this, or yeah. is it just something that sort of is a sidebar to the economy, or is it deeply integral to the art and design economy of a, of a region? So I think yeah. those are what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. But I'm interested in the dynamics of, of labor markets, and particularly as they relate to the tech economy. Okay. Uh, and what happens when key anchor institutions or key firms, so in the case I can't, of, I can't
0: think of an example of uh, what, you what, what you that can, would be. No, no, no. Nothing
2: like that rhymes yeah. with raspberry, or blackberry, <laughs> so or something. It's like berry
0: related and so. Berry related.
2: Yeah. Uh, so with the with the collapse. Of an, and certainly restructuring of BlackBerry, there's a question, an academic question, which has a broader resonance about what happens when a, a key anchor institution or firm uh, exits the market. What mm. happens to the tech talent? Where does it go? Does it stay? Does it enable other, other parts of the economy? Does it only enable the existing tech economy, or is it more broad than that? Or do they leave? Does that talent leave and go elsewhere? Yeah. Uh, and that's an <clears> important <throat> question, not just for understanding Kitchener-Waterloo. So there's a a, a real local impact and local yeah. question about that: what happens? And the narrative is that you know, basically the economy absorbed most of those workers, although the evidence around that is 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 slim. Mm. But the, certainly the anecdotal evidence is, for the most part, that people yeah. stayed and got absorbed by other companies.
0: So a couple examples: let's say you've got like um, London, Ontario, which maybe doesn't have as much of a robust tech culture as Kitchener-Waterloo no. does, but. It's, it could have one potentially they have a population that educated so they would try to nurture and foster a makerspace that is more
2: so, so there are maker spaces in a number of Canadian cities already, and I think London has one. But I think um, some of those, some of the existing organizations are they're sort of grassroots; they're driven by uh, a different set of values yeah. um, than sort of you know economic business values. So the question is, is that going to be the vehicle for forward economic development or not? And that's why I mm. think there's a there's a set of questions to yeah. explore about how important makerspaces are yeah. uh, either to civil society or to the economy, right? So there's sort of those different paths. And I think that yeah. there's a lot of people. So in our, in our faculty, Stephen Quilly and, and others are interested in that, that sort of, the sort of po- politics of, of the making movement and the consumption side. I'm interested in what, how does this relate to the production side and how does it reinvigorate okay. either the existing traditional manufacturing yeah. sector and or the er- broader urban economy.
1: Very
0: interesting. You know, so one thing that we were talking about before that I find really interesting about your research is how you gather this this information, right? right. And like you use you use methods that I think a lot of people uh, would find familiar.
2: Uh, well, it, so the reason I've sought out alternative data sets is because uh, there there's a real lack of longitudinal data on individuals. So if you were in somewhere like Sweden or Denmark, yeah. uh, there are national data sets that. that That track individuals over time, where they work, where they live, and you know I suppose there's a certain element of brother to that, but census data. So the census data in Canada is not longitudinal, and in its current form, uh, is drastically weakened because of changes to the Uh, to the national household survey, but. What we wanted to do is we want to try and understand longitudinal change. So one way to do that is think about, well, where do people report how their careers have evolved over time? And certainly there are social media platforms yeah. that allow you to do that. So we're going to try and mine those kinds of data sources yeah. to understand change in the local or regional economy.
0: So do you think, do you think countries like Sweden uh, that do track this data have an advantage Because they do. The researchers do. (laughs)
2: And and the researchers do, which means yes, because there's a public policy advantage to having an evidence base for making sound public policy decisions. Have you ever thought of starting a Etsy business? No, No, I have not. I'm not a craftsperson myself. Sam, have but, you ever but, tried? But Etsy, no. there's oh. a big controversy about Etsy because Etsy, you know, it was supposed to be a platform for individual craftsmakers to sell their sell their wares on a global scale. So yeah. You could be, but they they changed their policy because it was supposed to be handmade. But they the the big debate and the change in their policy was to allow for uh crafts people to meet their demand by using by using machinery by using 3D mm. printers all these things which are the tools of the maker economy and in fact that's how they couched the their change in policy was that the maker economy is real and it's here and our artisans should be able to use these technologies okay. to uh, increase their presence so Etsy actually changed their policy to accommodate or cool. allow for that so I'm glad that we could talk about that yeah that worked out
1: yeah i was just going to say like i tried once i thought about it for a day no. But what would then, you sell? Uh, well, I like to look at Etsy for inspiration. Yeah. And there was these birds that had like a wire frame. And yeah. then they had scraps of <clears throat> fabric
0: okay.
1: layered to make it look like, like a fabric? bird. Like, sort of. But yeah. they weren't feathers. They were just fabric. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. How I'm many- not going to like copy this, but I'm totally going to copy this. Um, but then I realize it's really hard to start a craft business when you're not crafty, <laughs> when you don't actually want to sit alone and make things all day and yeah. manage sales and marketing and all that stuff.: How much was it? Basement. How much was the bird? I don't know. It was like sixty bucks. Oh wow! I know. Maybe it's it's like a, a piece of art. Yeah. Yeah. Like, could you just take some like twist ties, and then like some saran wrap or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, maybe there's maybe there's something there. <laughs> okay, so business idea shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry about that, but uh, I guess the whole thing with that is like, what makes somebody want to be in the maker economy? Like I, in Etsy, it's like yo.
2: Well, I think there's, diversa- there's, oh. there's a bunch of different kinds of motivations. So you have sort of the tinkerer, or the inventor, or sort of these, you know, those kinds of people. You might have a crafts person or a design person. You might have a tech person, and I think that's the interesting thing. It doesn't seem like there's any one, you know, type of person that's yeah. participating. But uh, you know, a lot of the sort of hype around it is about you know, regaining control of you know, making your own things and yeah. and expressing yourself potentially outside of your job. So that to me is also a sign that it, this may not be the this you know the next magic bullet for revitalizing traditional economies. Although I think there's something there, so I think that that's what needs to be sorted out a little bit.
1: Okay. So when we talk about the maker economy, it's like get a room and put some. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Get a room. Get a room. (laughs) You start with a room, and you fill it with machines, and then you bring
2: people in to work on them or train them well this is so one place where this has started to really take hold is in the public library system where libraries are being reimagined as places where you can also go for tools so tool libraries and things like right. that right or not even just to but to access tools you might not otherwise have at home
1: okay uh, so uh, and it okay. sort
2: of then figures into sort of stem education and you know and allowing kids to learn so it's, it's sort of a much more futuristic or long-term plan around that okay. so i think this is again why this needs to be sort of parsed out because there are a number of different threads uh some of which I think are going to be more fruitful and more interesting to understand, especially if my primary interest is understanding how urban economies are changing and what role uh, sort of the role of making or manufacturing has to do with that. So yeah. um, bringing, you know, and, and in the U.S. there's this sort of strong nationalist piece to this, of too. Of course. Right? For, By well, well, and, you know, Made in America, but there's also a, a city movement around this, so there's San Francisco Made, there's a, a Toronto movement, there's a Montreal movement, there are, the, you know, where, where cities are sort of imagining themselves as places that make things, mm. so and there's a brand around that, so. I like that. It's like, it's like when you think of, like, a
1: manufacturing person... like, on the line, and it's not very sexy. But all of a sudden, it's, like, super sexy. But it's
2: important, from an economic development perspective, there's an interesting argument about skills and jobs, right? So we've got an economy that's increasingly bifurcated and unequal uh, with a lot of very high-paying, highly qualified, skilled workers with sort of white-collar jobs, and a service economy of of people who are in low-paid jobs who, who service the economy in a different way. And there's sort of, you know, this is a discussion around the decline and squeeze of the middle class and the decline of, of so-called blue-collar work. But this is a potential to open up some some avenues to well-paid, high-skilled jobs that are different from the existing ones.
1: I think it's really neat that uh, you can, like, I'm sure you appreciate this, Sam, and you recently bought a house, like, in the last couple of years, or yes. you moved houses. Um, I have such a ref- uh, newfound respect for people who have these sorts of maker skills, right? Tell me about it. Like, you come into your house and you're like, I yeah. don't even know how to know what's wrong. Yeah. And then someone will come in and they'll have this crazy sort of understanding and, and knowledge about your house and about how things yeah. fit together. And it's like, oh my God, how are these people not running the world? But yet we have this sort of equality thing about tradespeople or yeah. people with sort of um hard skills versus
2: Right, one and color. that's one part of, of thinking about, like, what, you know, the shifts in our in our labor force and what the skill base is. I think the maker economy is somewhat different because I think it's still sort of thinking about the, the people who are who are actually designing new products or they might be, you know, d- designing sort of something artistic. Uh, and I think uh, there's all this sort of talk around things like Arduino and that where it's, it's it's open source hardware. So there's sort of potential innovations in on the hardware side as well. So that's where I think the most interesting pieces, certainly in a region like Waterloo, where the most interesting pieces are going to be, is how does the tech piece line up with potential um, this potential making economy, um, and you know does that how do they play together, and does that produce something new and interesting? Hmm. Um, and so' like for example, in Portland there's a, an organization ADX, and they uh, they offer they have so they have workshop spaces with you know lathes and you know, CNC machinery and laser laser cutters and 3d printing and they run workshops to sort of educate people on how to use these tools uh, and then you know if you you know you can just do it and just tinker around and play. but if you have something that's actually much more commercializable, they actually have the next piece, which is a sort of set of you know, set of Services and programs to allow you to become, a, you know, a business entrepreneur as well, so that you can then scale up the yeah. thing that you've been, you know, playing around with and scale it up into something much more meaningful. Uh, well, not, not that's not fair. Not not, not necessarily meaningful, more meaningful, but but profitable. potentially more profitable or or market oriented.
0: Yeah. Um, so, in your Sim City,
2: yes, are there makers? <laughs> No, uh, there are no <laughs> makers because production is in factories and it's, it's very limited. There's, you know, in SimCity, there's no innovation process. Okay. Economic development is, is, yeah, is. Oh, no. Is, what's this? What's this like? It's very traditional. I'm playing yeah. SimCity Build It because build it's, it, the, it's okay. the one for, for, you know, iPads and yeah. and touch devices.
1: I feel like, Tara, like a moment we really connected, um, like interpersonally, was when you were, like, pretty stressed out in a meeting that we were trying to have Yes. And I was like, yo, Tara, what up? And you were like, my bonsai trees have not arrived yet. And I have a limited window in which I can receive these. And I don't have my iPad. And so I'm probably going to lose the shipment. That's right. And we almost...
2: Couldn't have a meeting because <laughs> we were very distressed. Well, I think Let's we were also laughing a little bit about that too. We may but, uh, but that because the bonsai trees allow you to pursue a, a different form of urbanism in the game. Oh, one, which is, <laughs> one which is like there's much higher levels of density and produce uh, Tokyo-style buildings that are that are neon and, and very metropolitan. Oh, but, so it gives your it gives your city like a new look and feel, right? Uh, yeah, cool. So there's sort of an urban design element to it. So the, yeah. game, the game actually emphasizes aesthetics, right? So oh, okay. the, the, the you know the way forward in the game to increase population density is to. Is to basically produce things and trade, so to you are able to invest in amenities, and amenities will make your people happy, and happy people will pay more taxes. That's the the basic logic of the game, right. which yeah. is you know again, there's no room for public policy, and there's no room for other kinds of interventions. There's no entrepreneurship. There's no innovation process. Just bonanza, so it's, it's, just bonanza. <laughs> <fees. laughs> so so in it's, fees. it's it's both. I love playing it, but it's also disappointing. Um, and the, the the full desktop version, you know, is a little bit better around that. And infrastructure is another thing where you know. It's sort of all given in a particular form and there's an assumption around you know car based grid oriented yeah. cities in the the scam, right?
1: <laughs> um yeah, the last time we talked about your SimCity, you were actually like demoing buildings so that you could Reimagine your city. I think I was trying to make room for a recycling center. Yeah, you were just like, like were I'm just te- gonna te- tearing kill, down yeah. houses <laughs> and stuff. Like. you can't move them, or can you? <laughs> you, move can, them? you can move. Oh, them. you can move them. Yeah, uh, just move them around. It's... So you were moving
2: your city around? Yes. Yeah. As you can, you know, you can just yeah. lift up a building yeah. and put it somewhere else because Sounds clearly like it was in the wrong place. If only, if only fixing our urban problems yeah. was that easy. <laughs> yeah. Then we would just pick things up like the gardener and move them. Yeah, and, and just, it wouldn't disrupt yeah. anything when yeah, we did it background yeah
0: okay so nicknames
2: for myself yeah have
0: you what nicknames have you had in the past
2: uh i've been dr nerdy (laughs) dr Dr. nerdy Nerdy. actually fairly consistently for for years did you my soccer friends all called me dr nerdy oh really yeah
0: edit that okay that was a good nickname yeah any
2: Any? yeah i think i think dr nerdy has been like the pretty consistent one for for years Maybe oh, I also got called sailor pants because for several, <laughs> for several, <laughs> and it was also doctor sailor pants because for, fair, for like for too many years in a row for Halloween I had a sailor's costume. Okay. And then it was a sailor pants. How old were you? Oh, I like twenty. Like like this is a, no, in my thirties. Oh, sure. yeah. This cool. is like more recent. You just had your same sailor's costume. Well, you That's know, cool. if you've got something that works and fits, you go with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, doctor sailor pants. Doctor nerdy sailor pants. Yeah. That's really good. That's so, good. How about
0: you for nicknames, Joanne?
1: I got a lot. Um, like when I was in high school, I was called La Bouche because that's French for mouth. Wow, because you talked so much. Because I talked a lot huh. and I just was loud and obnoxious. And then it turned to just mouth. Cool. Um, and then it was Mama. Like not as in <laughs> I <I'm laughs> Flo, nickname <laughs> yeah, for you
0: Flo calls
1: she would refer to you like <laughs> as <laughs> yeah. Joanne. Yeah, <laughs> like, she, she actually does that now. She learned oh, our names and uh-oh. she's like, Joanne. You okay? Does that hurt know. your feelings? No, I think it's amazing. Okay. It's like we're having like a group meeting at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> like, Matthew, no. And you're like, this is just the weirdest thing happening. Uh, yeah, so labouche, mouth, mama. Mama, like not as in a mother, but like just the word mama. It's yeah. weird. Oh, okay. um, and, and I guess now like it's boots. Because my, uh-huh. uh, my friend Trax, I'm boots, she's Trax. We're, in a, Trax. we're in a group called the Cultured Pearls. We have oh. not. All
0: of that is amazing.
1: Yeah, we haven't released an album yet because we don't actually have talent to do mm. that, but... Could you sell it on Etsy? Yeah. yeah totally. it's <laughs> no, 60 <bucks>. you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, could. Anyway, so that's, so that's me. What about you? Um, I, had, I had some
0: racially disparaging nicknames, I guess. Oh. Which kind of sucked. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But um, I guess El Samo, that was maybe one that wasn't quite as bad because people thought it looked Mexican. Uh-huh. I, I owned it, Totally. Um, slim.
2: Slim yep. shady? Slim,
0: because I used to be much slimmer.
2: Yep, slim shady. Smooth? S- smooth. <laughs> just call you smooth. Hey, Yeah, smooth. what's up, smooth? Wow, that smooth.
1: sounds yeah. like, nice. yeah. Yeah. that sounds like Grease. Like, you're in Greece, like, yeah. with Kennedy and... And Rizzo, like, man, smooth. I, Greece,
0: I, I was in Toronto. Grease was on the TV of the bar I was at.
1: Cool. That
0: movie's weird. Is it? Like, John Travolta straddling, like, a car engine that, as that's, it's being lowered into, like, a car. Yeah, it but just, that's It made the me point. uncomfortable.
1: It's, like, it's, that's what they did in the 70s. Like, they, they played with, like, sexuality and all that stuff. Yeah. Just to, like, throw it at you. To be like, They Ha-ha! really do throw it at you. They should yeah. do. Yeah. Makes sense. That's why all everybody loves it. Yeah. Maybe you guys don't love it. I love it. Do
2: you love it? You know, when I was in university, my, high school, my university roommates used to watch Grease almost every Sunday. And we, yeah. in our second year of university, we, we rented, this is going to tell you like, how old I am, we rented a television and a VCR. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end of the year, we had to return the VCR. Yeah. And guess what returned in the VCR? Oh, um, no. The tape, the Grease tape. Oh, okay. And it was, like a, it was like a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It was a problem. Not you, for me, because I was weekly, done with it. Yeah. it. Yeah. But did
0: you like it, though? Are Not gonna, after you watched it <laughs> every
2: every Sunday.
1: Yeah. 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 There's a lot. There's a lot to that movie, to watch every week. Yeah. It's a lot to watch that. And, and to sing. Too. I don't sing. And, yeah, yeah. And you don't sing. Well, yet, you're, <clears> you're one of our featured guests uh, guests on Cultured Pearls' first release album. We'll <laughs> sing we'll sing and talk about grease. that afterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're you're gonna give the, the, the full grease, grease, grease cover. review. Uh-oh. Yeah. Totally. And spoken Some word. It's a mashup. Smooth. I like smooth. That's good. Smooth. That's yeah. good. It Fits.
0: Yeah. I can be smooth.
1: Can you? Times. You want
0: to yeah. try? I think I'm doing it right now. Oh, cool! Listen, listen to this voice right here.
1: Yeah, silky, smooth yeah. voice. New
0: game. It's called Pirate Profession. It's you have to combine, or you have to take a uh, some profession, professional. that maybe, does. Maybe yeah. your own. Maybe your own. Maybe something that you've always dreamed of doing, and then you have to do that voice do that as a pirate i'm, a pirate. I'm not explaining this very well but yeah, we all get it yeah
2: i think that's a very interesting okay, unique so, game sam yes er what am i going to be <laughs> 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 Okay. are you do you have to be, do we have to pick for her
1: uh she'll be yeah I her. Think oh, so. okay fine yeah.
2: go ahead all right so
1: let's say sanitation manager pirate
2: ahoy Macy's! <laughs> You must go and clean the toilet. Whoa. <laughs> See,
1: your that manager. was awesome! because
2: you're a manager. Yeah. That's right. You're bossing. Your, yeah, yeah, that's that's right. yeah, you have to be. there. Yeah. scrub the toilet faster and harder. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a slightly like yeah. Scottish pirate. Uh, sure, there were Scottish
0: safe. pirates. I'm sure they were
2: like seats I think they were close they to know. the
0: sea. Yeah. yeah. Or,
2: where Fighting did pirates, pirates
0: come from? I figured they were just unemployed guys, right? Who were like? Count
1: Ma- kind of Monte Cristo. No. He was a
2: pirate. No. No. No or no, I don't know I'm like,
0: do or is that I'm the job you're suggesting? <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know
2: uh, okay, you okay. do like an economic development <clears throat> professional pirate, yeah. Arr, I gotta go start a business and in incubator yeah. maybe we should just have you do them, yeah. you're pretty good at that they no. all start with yar. yar, I gotta start with
1: something else
0: okay, so you're a touring jazz musician pirate go
2: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get
1: up I gotta rah, got this jam, I can't get out <laughs> I just oh. can't get it out, guys but I'm on tour. I gotta make it up. <laughs> that's a pirate. Roar.
2: I think the pirate is a hit.
1: Maybe that's a dinosaur? Dinosaur <laughs> jazz musician. All
2: right.
1: Oh, hi, matey. Hi. you made it. You always save it with O. Oh. All right. That's the way out. Uh, Sam, I think, what should you be? Let's see. Um. How about a pilot? A pirate pilot? Yeah, a pirate pilot. You're announcing okay. to the people that we're going to take off.
0: Oh, taking off? Can we do cruising?
1: Sure, can we can do, do cruising right. altitude.
0: Yar, so we're uh, cruising at our uh, 28,000 feet swashbucklers. We've got great movies for you on the screen. We've got Grand Budapest Hotel. Yar, great it's, movie. it's a great one. No pirate. pirates in it, though. <laughs> there may be a parrot. I don't remember. I was drunk when I saw it on tram I'm not drunk now, though.
1: Yo-ho-ho. Just don't be upset.
0: Okay, we I've done.
1: Yo, ho, ho. you had like a <laughs> you Yo, had a pirate co-captain oh, there over there in the corner. Yeah, that was. Yeah. You. What shows are you watching? That's a great question. Sam asked yeah, our yeah. last
2: guest. What are you watching these days? What oh you got? dear, I'm not really much of a TV watcher sure these days. That's a lie. That's what
0: everyone says. Oh and then no, they're like oh, it's right it's all, all those all
2: those secret things that you don't want yeah. to tell us? <laughs> like, definitely you don't history. watch The Bachelor. Yeah. Shush. This guy's Do you the watch The Bachelor? bachelor? I don't.
1: Oh, I don't either. You hear it,
2: though, I hear it while from you're in the kitchen room. Or, yeah. You know, so it's, it's on. Yeah. <laughs> Who's oh. Caitlin
0: going to pick? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know, actually.
2: Well, spoilers say that she picked... Spoiler picks alert!
0: Well, she released, like, a Snapchat of her with Sean. <gasps> and and
1: then deletes... Uh, and they were in oh. bed,
0: so it wasn't just like they met on the street. Like, he looked like he just woke up.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. So they obviously... And they weren't obviously sleeping. D- uh, Maybe they this were is just, not.
0: This is up, yeah, up to the, the nation here. Okay. They're not married yet, so...
1: Um, Family value
0: show. There we go.
1: Family value show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
2: Okay.
0: But you're watching something.
2: Well, what am I watching? You know, I, don't really, I really don't watch a lot of, of television anymore. I watched Transparent yeah. um, on, I seen on show I and seen its seen I, I think know. its first season has been excellent. It's in its second season now. It's like some of the best written television. Mm. Better than 30 Rock? Well, that's not hard to know, but Thirty Rock's pretty good. That's pretty sweet. But, so, and I watch Modern Family. Okay. Those are probably the things that... A lot of family shows. Well, you know, but they're like stuff. families, but, you know, with a, a, a modern twist.
0: Thing. Modern <laughs> Family. Modern Family. very appropriate name. Hence the name.
2: Have, <laughs> hence the name, Modern Family.
0: Did you, Have you seen uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? No. Oh.
2: Oh, God, get on if it. If you like
0: 30 Rock, yeah. I highly suggest that. <laughs> There's one great line where... <laughs> I don't know, this is not going to translate, but it's one character, and he's kind of quirky, and he has, and a woman goes, why do you have a non-working TV in your living room? And he's like, it's a conversation starter. People are like, why do you have a non-working TV in your living room, Titus? And then the magic begins. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh it,
1: it
0: doesn't translate very much. I saw but, a shirt that
1: was like, caviar, Myanmar. Do you remember when he did that? Oh, the, the Pinot Noir? Yeah,
0: Pinot Noir. It was like, oh
1: no, it was Pinot Noir, caviar, <laughs> Pinot Noir, Myanmar. Yeah. Anyways, you're not gonna get it because you don't watch it. You should now watch it, obviously it. Obviously, I just like blanking. Let's out. have like it's a post. Excellent. Let's have a post interview interview where you have watched it then, and then we can be like, like
2: ah! so now we need follow up on. And all it, all it is is just you, you laughing
1: like when a pirate? Sam says the can thing. We do it like a
2: pirate? The whole sure. thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Laugh like a pirate. Just as no. our <laughs> outro. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 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 you are. Sound like a muppet. <laughs> a muppet pirate. I don't have it. Do we should have done a rapper
0: pirate? Because then we could have beatboxed.
1: uh Drizzy. Nope. uh
2: Drizzy. Yar.
1: <laughs> okay that's it We're done right,
2: thanks We thanks, nailed it Tara. Thanks a
0: lot Dara This
2: was lovely Oh, that was so much that fun was, great. was it? It's actually not too hot in here it's, Yeah today's not so bad I'm feeling
1: like I'm going oh, right. on yeah. You are wearing
0: like a full No Like,
1: you
2: know, like a outfit.
0: jacket